www.disneytimepodcast. Everybody and welcome to the Disney Time Podcast. I'm your host, Micah, and joining me today are my co-hosts, Nelson. Hello. And Rissa. Hello. How's it going today, guys? How's the uh, quarantine treating you? Meh. <laughs> yeah, similar. Just like, man, is it done yet? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess people are getting uh, a bit antsy now. <laughs> oh, seriously. Well, especially those without jobs. Well, yeah, they're really I mean, getting antsy. Crazy people protesting. <laughs> yeah, there's that too. Did you see some of the things they're saying? Like, we want haircuts. Yeah, really? <laughs> I saw them. Like Speaking one of them. Speaking of haircuts, <laughs> picket signs that uh, says, "I need a haircut." So. <laughs> Speaking of haircuts, what do you mean, Lisa? <laughs> Somebody decided to chop off his own hair. Oh. Oh, you had to bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> What did you do, Nelson? What kind of what kind of haircut did you give yourself? Oh well, I mean, I'm I'm I've always had short hair my entire life, and so it bothers me when my hair goes past my ears. And oh, so you trimmed it? The last haircut that I had was late February. Hmm. Thirty two months. It's well, <laughs> I mean, it's been like a month and a half, I guess. Yeah, pretty much. And uh, my hair was just really bothering me. So, yeah, I went to Target, got a set of clippers, and uh, I was very ambitious earlier today. And uh, (laughs) I cut my hair. Oh, nice. I mean, if I do must say so myself, I don't think I did. I didn't uh, that I think I did okay. But, uh, you know, I did mess up a little bit in the back, but at least uh, we're still in quarantine, so it's not like I'll be showing it off <laughs> much. Exactly. <laughs> it's more true. for comfort. I mean, yeah. It's like um, if you're going to do a self-haircut, probably now's the time, right? Yeah. <laughs> but like Rissa said, yeah, it was definitely just for my own self-comfort because I was not having the... I was not, I was not liking my long hair, so... I did mm. something about it, essentially. It's crazy what, you know, what people have to resort to now, so. Hey, I mean, and you also had a uh, birthday in quarantine, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, is what it is, I guess. Cool. All right, guys. So, um, on today's episode, we, 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 put some, we put some polls out there on our uh, Instagram and you know the our instagram followers um voted on some things and we also got one question from our ask us a disney question um post that we did on the uh the stories and so we're gonna be going over those today on this episode all right you guys you guys ready for the episode okay all right so the we had one question asked and it, it was when do you think it's the best time to go to disneyland so there's a couple ways that we can address this and we'll probably address both uh one would be when's the best time to go to disneyland before the before the whole um you know shutdown happened and then when do you think that's the best time to go to disneyland when they get back to operations uh, start their operations again so let's start with um before the whole shutdowns happened with the disney parks rissa when would be the best time for you before the shutdowns well, if you've uh, like listened to our podcast episodes before, uh, I think I've mentioned that Christmas time is actually my favorite time to be in the parks. Um, so for me, I would really, I, I personally like to go like before schools let out, um, like right at the beginning of the Christmas season um, and before like it gets all crazy because uh, I, I really like the Christmas decorations. They have everything like, Um, dressed up sometimes they have special parades and they have special fireworks it's just a really nice time to to be there and particularly like the first week of december or the end like last week of november is a really good time to go when the crowds are kind of thin 
because people are getting ready for finals and wrapping stuff up at work. So it's a great time to go. And how about you, Nelson? Before the shutdowns happened, when would have been the best time for you to go to Disneyland? Well, previously, uh, well, at least in previous years, um, springtime has been quite nice. Uh, like weather-wise, um, for me to go, even though I'm, <laughs> I have seasonal allergies, I, I still, uh, you know, I'll take my medicine and whatnot. But weather-wise, I think spring is one of the better times to go. And particularly in California Adventure, they usually have the Food and Wine Festival during the springtime, like early spring. And um, that being my favorite festival, um, I typically will like to go during that time. I mean, sure, there might be a bit of crowds because of the festivals, but um, hey, it's 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 gorgeous weather during that time. I mean, you got plenty of food options, and there's plenty of stuff happening just to uh, you know enjoy the park. So, I personally like going during the Food and Wine Festival, which is yeah in spring. So, this year wasn't so like weather-wise wasn't so uh, good. It was a bit cloudy and rainy. It was uh, not the best this year, but of course we have other issues <laughs> right That's now. That's true. <laughs> but, uh, and it started pretty much like only two weeks after this year's food and wine festivals. The parks were closed down. But And they they did file for an extension for those permits for the um, the booths. So, I mean, if they do get back up around September, that's when they filed for it to end right yeah i saw the permit um or an article about that uh, permit extension that uh, yeah the it's it's very vague though i mean the the permit was essentially just to keep those booths there but it wasn't there, yeah. specifically meant for like it didn't specifically say like it's for the food and wine festival i mean they could be repurposing those uh booths for something else like a different festival or like say um villains night because that was also oh, right. postponed that's true it was supposed you were, to be you were supposed week. to go to that but <laughs> yeah you guys were supposed to go to that yeah, i was supposed to but uh yeah it got uh, officially postponed a week and a half two weeks ago yeah so yeah i mean it's um it's uh very vague of what the purpose of the extension was for or what it's for but uh, i mean that is definitely an option i could see and of course, I wouldn't have any problems with that, because <laughs> I mean, like, like literally, my last trip with like Rissa and a, a bunch of our other uh, annual pass holder friends, we our trip was cut cut short. Literally, yeah, the weekend half, of right? the yeah. closure was our our trip for the food and wine festival, and we were only able to experience it for one day. So, yeah, that is that is too bad. Yeah. I still think we were better off than other people. Uh, I had some coworkers that said their friends were supposed to go the next weekend. Oh. Um, and I had another coworker uh, that was supposed to go to Disney World. And he's, um, I think he has a coast to coast pass. So oh, wow. he, yeah, yeah <laughs> he was supposed to do his trip to Disney World like uh, two weeks after our trip to Disneyland. But he couldn't go because of closures too, so. Yeah, that that sucks. Yeah, that sucks. I I think for me the the best time for me would probably be uh, Halloween because oh, they, that's another good time. Yeah, falls they, another they, good uh, temperature wise at least. Yeah, I also love the fall decorations. There's a lot of orange. There's a lot of harvest style decorations, but I mean the stuff that they do like with um, at at DCA especially with the um, you know, uh, at Cars Land. Oh, I love the decorations at Cars Land. It's awesome. Yeah, but I think Buena they Vista spend the most effort there. <laughs> they do, yeah. Buena Vista Street gets a little scary with Oogie Boogie and the right, audio files right. going. Yeah, um, they play it like right by the uh, Carthay Circle, right? Mm -hmm, Oogie Boogie's and up there. There's a headless horseman there. I don't know if they still do it, but he had like his uh, the jack o' lantern steaming too. Right, right. So I don't know if it's really like the most kid-friendly park during Halloween, but definitely Disneyland is a lot often during Halloween. I'm yeah, just not the biggest is. fan of 
pumpkin spice and like those fall flavors so also that's why you you would be christmas well you do love that peppermint mocha i love peppermint so (laughs) you know that's just perfect that's why you would do the christmas yeah yeah Yeah. well one of the reasons i just (laughs) love christmas time yeah it is very like um joyous i would say at christmas time i also uh, i also like disneyland at night uh-huh. So it being winter time, it gets darker quicker. So I have more time at, at night and I get to see the park at night for longer. Well, that's true. That is true. Get get more night, uh, nighttime, uh, di- you know, more time in the park at night. Right. All right. Um, so, so after, after things start opening up again, um, what do you think would would be uh, the best time to go for you, Rissa? You think it's going to stay the same, like around Christmas time? Um, for me personally, yeah. But I honestly, it at this point, it's just going to be a play it by ear type of thing. I'm not sure how crowds are going to be. Right. It might take a little bit for Disney to get their legs under them as well. Uh, because they're trying to adhere to local guidelines, uh, to the state guidelines and everything. So it's really hard to to know, especially with everything changing day to day, like just in general. Uh, we don't even know if we can go to like essential workers can go out. You know, different counties are starting to come up with different rules. So it it's really a play it by ear situation right now. That's true. How about for you, Nelson? What would be uh, the best time to go to Disneyland? You know, after things start opening up again. So I would def I personally would avoid going to the parks for the first maybe couple weeks to month mm-hmm. after reopening because I mean as much as I'm having a withdrawal right now I'm not the only one ah, and right, I'm and I don't live that close I definitely live closer than you guys but um, there's definitely locals that are like, that's their backyard. And so I have a feeling that they're going to be, you know, taking, taking over for the yeah, first month or so, maybe even two. I don't know how like deprived other people are feeling, but yeah, I could see the parks being pretty crazy for the first couple months after being reopened. And I mean, there's also the, the sure fact that, uh, there's definitely still uncertainty on how Disney's going to handle like the actual crowds cuz I'm pretty sure they're going to be wanting to implement some sort of crowd control like they're probably going to lower the limit of like people uh, uh, people in. in the parks right yeah they so, might also have to utilize their virtual queues more right yeah just yeah, to true. so groups of people won't just be stand like or they won't be like in standing in line yeah yeah, and then temperature checks at security lines, probably. Yeah, I saw that. They they were doing that in, um, Shanghai. in Shanghai, yeah, to let them into the shopping area. But it's still really hard to know um, because people can spread it asymptomatically. Exactly. So <laughs> if you're already showing a temperature, there's really no point. You're already, you've already spread it to people you've come into contact with for 14 days. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. That's I mean, why there's a lot of th- there's a lot of things that have to go into place before they even reopen the the state, the country. You know, right? Um, so we don't even know what's going to happen here. Disney's going to buy out all the tests. That's how they're going to do it. <laughs> oh yeah, they'll be testing everybody with those quick tests, right? You, yeah. You have it. You don't have it. You know, you have antibodies. They're going to buy everything, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then um, they're going to make a fortune on. Uh, Disney branded masks, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Go to the park, buy a mask right away, right? So yeah, um, and I think for me, the best time would be any time you can go. <laughs> well, <laughs> just uh... going into the park. <laughs> you sound yeah. like uh, definitely someone who's uh, deprived. <laughs> I'm, I mean, yeah, he's I deprived for longer than us. So. Well, definitely. Yeah, I know. I mean, he hasn't gone since August last, or at least at Disneyland. Disneyland, yeah, since uh, the last Labor Day weekend. And then uh, 
Disney World was November, so that was the last time I was in a Disney park. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, yeah, I mean, things are going to change for sure with Disney. So we don't know when any of us are getting get back in there, but hang in there, guys. It's, it can only get better from here, right? All right. Um, so let's get into the uh, the questions that we that we asked on our uh, stories, Instagram stories, and the results. So the first thing that we we had put out there was, which festival do you prefer at DCA? And the two uh, responses were either Festival of Holidays or Food and Wine Festival. So here are the results: seventy-six uh, percent of you said Festival of Holidays, and twenty-four percent said Food and Wine. All right, Rissa, do you agree with this or or no? I'm part of the 76% of uh, oh. festival holidays, um, obviously, because Christmas time is my favorite time at Disneyland. So, yes, it goes oh. along with it. All right. And what about you, Nelson? Were you part of the 24%? I was. Ah. Because, yeah, I mean, for me, food and wine is still my favorite festival out of uh, actually both coasts although i've only experienced two festivals over at at epcot there's still the other two to experience but as of right now (laughs) uh, food and wine festival in dca and food and wine festival at epcot are my two favorites so yeah that's uh, and i personally prefer warmer weather so hence the um i like you know that the food and wine festival at DCA is in the springtime. So, again, linking back to what we were talking about earlier. Yeah. So for me, I didn't I didn't personally vote on any of these, but um, I think I would go off script and say uh, Lunar New Year. That's not <laughs> part I, of the options. <laughs> yeah, it's that's one, one or, or the, the other. other. All right. Um, for one or the other, I'd probably go Festival of Holidays, actually, because I I like the 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 spin that they put on holiday holiday favorites. You know, um, there was that that one turkey sandwich that was like a hot the Tennessee hot Nashville hot turkey. I like that. I really like that one. That was the one that I, I liked. So yeah, I'd probably go with Festival of Holidays. I could right. do without the. Um... That one song, the Hanukkah song that always plays. Oh. <laughs> Happy Hanukkah. Da, 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 da. <laughs> they they do like to play the songs over and over and over again. Yeah. So I mean, they the do music that for is every festival. definitely better for food and wine. True. Yeah, that is true. They have a lot more live performances going on, like by the water, that are, I think, are better than during festival. But I love festival holidays food and and the environment yeah so festive (laughs) all right so the next uh so the next question that we asked was regarding a ride or two rides so uh, we asked would you rather get stuck on space mountain in the dark or in credit coaster in the hot sun so 83 percent said space mountain and 17 percent said in credit coaster so which one were you rissa I was space. Um, I've personally gotten stuck on both. And uh, I preferred space because I wasn't actually stuck on the main part um, of, of, you know, so when the lights turn on, you can see the whole entire track. I still got to see it, but I was more in the tunnel, so I didn't see the whole entire track. And then in Credicoaster, it was really bad because we were stuck in the sun and it was really hot. So... Definitely space with the AC. What about you, Nelson? Uh, which which one would you have uh, selected there? Well, in all honesty, if you had asked this question with regardless, like regardless of the environment per se, like either being Space Mountain, just you know in the dark, or in Coaster, just you know outside, mm-hmm. I don't think it matters per se. <laughs> okay. Because, uh, I mean, you're stuck and uh, you'd have to obviously either wait to get, um, well, I, yeah, I could see it being difficult on either, <laughs> but um, 
Yeah, I mean, just for the sheer fact that you added the part about being in the sun, like, I don't think anyone wants to get stuck out in the sun. Yeah, 17% said they would. <laughs> well, like, yeah, I guess true, you're right, but... Uh, yeah, personally, I, I would... I, I chose Space Mountain myself, but... Uh, the, uh, between the two roller coasters, that's the one I prefer anyway. I. So. Uh, I would also agree with you too. I would I would pick Space Mountain. I've also been stuck on both. I think I was stuck with you, Rissa, on the you, Space Mountain one. You were stuck on both with Well Oh that's so true, it yeah. wasn't Incredicoaster when we got stuck, arguably. It was Screamin'. But it's <laughs> the same yeah. thing. It was just, you know Yeah, it's yeah the same. you're just sitting there. <laughs> yeah, you're just sitting there in the sun, like waiting. Yeah. <laughs> but then I remember the Space Mountain, they turned the lights on, we were in that tunnel, and mm-hmm. then we we're, ju- were just like, oh, can we see the whole track? Nah, just the lift. Yeah, we saw <laughs> part of it, but not the whole thing. But I like the re-entry pass. I've also, I've also gotten stuck on Splash Mountain, and that was horrible. Was it? Yeah. Which I part got, did you get stuck on? So it was after the drop, and you're turning, and you're like in the sun. Oh. I got stuck there. Kay got stuck inside where the ferry was. So she was uh-huh. in the AC and it was really nice for her. Um, but yeah, I was stuck in the sun and I was like, I'm melting. <laughs> it's horrible. Were these mm-hmm. two separate times then? No, it was the same. She w- we, we we did single rider. Oh, I see. Okay. That's why yeah. I was like, oh, you, it's, it's weird that you guys didn't ride it together. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, we did single rider. Wow, I, I didn't even realize they offered single rider on Splash. Wow. Yep. Interesting. All right. All right. So next question we asked was, would you rather eat at Chef Mickey's or Goofy's Kitchen? So now this one was actually pretty close in responses. Uh, Chef Mickey's got 46% and Goofy's Kitchen got 54%. So uh, where were you on this, Rissa? So before I answer what I think, uh, I think it was pretty split because we have both people from the west coast and the east coast so i think that's where the votes kind of split down the middle yeah um for me i picked goofy's kitchen i think i covered this in our um trip review uh just because it's a bigger space and there's a lot more food options um i didn't grow up with goofy's kitchen so it it wasn't a nostalgic type of thing type of answer for me whereas i know a lot of people from the east coast did grow up with chef mickey's so they have a connection there um i personally grew up with the monorail cafe so oh i love that yeah okay and uh, nelson which one did you pick uh i picked chef uh chef i picked uh, goofy's kitchen um because um i I mean, arguably, I haven't been to Goofy's Kitchen in a long time, and I've been more—I've been to Chef Mickey's more recently. But the Chef Mickey's experience was okay. Mm. I mean, it was a kind of a irritatingly long wait just to get in, even though we had a reservation. Yeah, that's true. Um, the food selection wasn't great, and I mean, the way that they do it over there for the characters is that. They kind of load you all up into, like, I'm guessing the reason why we waited for a good long while is because what they do is they kind of get a whole group of reservations put together and they put them all in one area of the restaurant or the dining areas. And then that way, all the, like, all the actual characters for them, all the kids to meet, they can all walk through that same one area, like, they'll cycle through them. And... I mean, it could take a long time and a, or it could take like really short time for you to meet characters. But I just don't like the way that they do it over there at Chef Mickey's. And in all honesty, the food, yeah, it's just, the food quality was just not great. So mm. um, I was definitely doing it because like I, I made a reservation for Chef Mickey's because I couldn't get Ohana. Right. I really would have preferred that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But um just because we were in that area, the only other uh, character meal I could, uh, if, like in, in the Magic Kingdom area, is at Cinderella's Castle. And that's primarily just princesses. princesses. Yeah. And um, exactly. I don't think that's what people are like our group wanted to see. So the only other option really was Chef Mickey. So that's. Oh, and I guess Crystal Palace, but 
that's uh, 100 acre wood characters, and that's pretty much Plaza Inn over here. True, that is and true. And we've done that kind of recently as well, and I didn't want to do it just like, it, it's too similar. So I'd rather see the Fab Five than 100 acre woods again. So. Cool. So for me, I would have also picked, if I had voted, I would have picked Goofy's Kitchen also. Um, having done both, I like, like what Rissa said, that the, the area for Goofy's Kitchen is bigger. And also like what she said, that they have a, a bigger selection of food available at all times. Um, Nelson did a good thing where he got the point of transition. Like we got the reservation and a point of transition where they were going from breakfast to lunch. But at Goofy's Kitchen, the breakfast and the lunch stuff is there all the time. So it's like they don't even have to switch the food out. Um, so that's what I liked about Goofy's Kitchen. You don't get, I don't remember seeing Mickey at Goofy's Kitchen, but I mean, they had everybody else. So Mickey's <laughs> everywhere, though. It's not hard yeah. to find him in Disneyland. Right, right. I mean, you know, they threw in Chip and Dale in there, too. And I was like, that's cool. You know, um, but yeah, you're right. Mickey is all over Disneyland and California Adventure, too. So it's not hard to find him. All right. So let's move on to the next question. So we, we asked, uh, would you rather have Doug or Stitch as a pet? All right. 17% said Doug and 83% said Stitch. So uh, where were you on this, Rissa? So I had to rationalize my answer um, because Doug is such a cool character. Um, but Stitch, because I know how to train animals, I, I pick Stitch. Um, he's not an animal. He's an alien, obviously. But he acts sort of like a dog in public. So I could rein in his crazy. And he's super, super intelligent. So he has more capabilities of doing things for you. Um, so that's why I picked Stitch. Even though Doug is a talking dog, which is pretty awesome. But you could always put that on Stitch. So there's that. <laughs> what about you, Nelson? What, what did you pick? I picked Stitch also. Just because Doug, he's a dog. Like, he's just a regular dog. And he's not even a talking dog. It's the collar that's allowing him to talk. So he's just really just a regular dog. Mm. And then Stitch. Like, uh, for one thing, he's way more interesting, I would think. Um, definitely probably way more of a, a hassle to handle. But like Rissa said, he's also pretty intelligent, too. So, um, yeah, I think I'd have a more fun time with Stitch. Nice. For me, um, I'd probably pick Stitch too, because um, yeah, Stitch is Stitch has a lot more things that you can do with him. You know, you can interact with him more, and even though he's an alien and he probably is freaky looking, he can he can shift his uh his looks too. So you know, it's he's cool. Stitch is cool. All right. So let's let's go on to the next oh question. Oh my gosh, this question. <laughs> um, this one was uh, pretty tough because you know we all of us love these two shows. So the question was, uh, which would you rather get canceled, High School Musical, the musical, the series, or the Mandalorian? So now the results were: sixty-eight percent voted High School Musical, the musical, the series, and thirty-two percent voted the Mandalorian. Uh, where'd you fall on this one, Rissa? So this was a really, really hard one for me. I almost cried <laughs> trying <laughs> to think of what I would choose. Um, I ended up choosing High School Musical, the musical, the series, as much as it kills me. Um, just because I know that the actors and actresses in this series are still young and they have so much musical talent that they'll go on to do other things. Um, they're very marketable for Disney, so I could see them going on to do, do do different series or like releasing albums and whatever which some of them are already doing so i could follow them there and i the mandalorian is just so well written and the production value is clearly there and come on baby yoda so <laughs> that's right there's baby yoda there yeah and nelson where'd you fall on this so 
Uh, this was, a, I, I agree, it was really hard for me to also answer this one, but um, I had to look at it as um, what we were left with. Mm. Do I want to be left hanging with, you know, another teenage high school drama? Or do I want to get left hanging with how we ended, how it ended in The Mandalorian? And looking also back at how the actual high school musical the movie series was is like that's perfectly fine to stand out on its own and i'm not saying that you know star wars is also similar which it kind of is but i just feel like star wars needs a little bit more love right now because mm. i mean we just finished just recently finished another or the newest trilogy and it it was overall well received i guess but I, st- I still think the original trilogy is still the best trilogy. And it's the biggest moneymaker in all honesty. So, yeah, I, st- I think Star Wars needs a bit more help in regard. So, and, and The Mandalorian has definitely helped spike some huge interest back into Star Wars. So, yeah, I'd, I'd rather have Mandalorian continue between the two. Cool. And I think I would have agreed with both of you guys if I had voted. I probably would have voted High School Musical, the musical, the series. I do like the music that came out of that series. And, you know, I know that both both of these were renewed for a second season. But I'm, I'm really intrigued by The Mandalorian and what they're going to do with it. Because it's, it's a, it takes place in the period that's, you know, between the, the movie periods, right? So mm-hmm. it's like... Man, you know, it's it's after the fall of the Empire, but before the Resistance, you know? So it's like, that's a, you know, transitionary period. And you kind of want to see, especially because they even announced that they're bringing in uh, Ahsoka Tano. And I was like, what? You know, like, she she actually survived after the Empire? What? You know, I was um, I was intrigued by that, too. Um, so I'm, I was looking, I was like, okay, well. Well, I guess we can not, get rid of. Yeah, no, sorry, like? sorry, not to throw a wrench at, in in your thoughts there, but um, I mean, it it's been confirmed that she's going to make an appearance, but we don't actually know if it's going to be just a flashback or if it's an actual like during the time period. We oh, okay. we just know that Ahsoka is going to make an appearance at some point. But right, right. I am interested though. though to definitely see her like introduced into this. Um, live action series though because all we've ever seen is just uh, from clone wars which is you know an animated series wouldn't it be good though wouldn't it be cool if she's the one that pulled um ming na's character that would be wow wow that would have been interesting (laughs) cool all right so let's move on to the uh the next question um we put out a question, would you rather have free food or uh, front-of-the-line fast pass for one park for a day? Uh, 67% of you said the food, and 33% said the fast pass. So where would you fall on this, Rissa? Food. <laughs> I mean, it's food. free food for a whole day, Like, especially if you plan that for like a holiday or a festival or something. That's a lot of money you'd be saving. Like, I don't mind standing in line if I can have free food. Come on. Yeah. Uh, and uh, what about you, Nelson? Well, that it, for me, that was no contest, even though this was the question I came up with. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for me, yeah, it was no contest. I mean, it should be obvious, but I, I picked unlimited food. I would definitely go during the Food and Wine Festival. Also, you, you do Epcot, Food and Wine Festival... And then just pig out. Oh, I don't know if it'd be <laughs> Epcot because there's just so much there. I, I and since this is the question was just limited to one day, mm. um, you know, I can only eat so much in one day. And since uh, California Adventure is definitely a lot smaller, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, scale. But the question didn't limit you as to whether you had to eat it at the park. Oh, so you could do Disney Springs. And eat at Morimoto Asia. <laughs> no, or what I'm saying is, like, I I asked Kay this, and she said, 
I would totally like at the end of the day or the start of the day, go to one of the stores and get all of the strawberry shortcake wands and then <laughs> just the whole oh. store worth of them. Oh, that makes sense. Just like the snack foods and stuff. Yes. Because it's still food. It's still food. Nice. That's a, all yeah, the popcorn, all the candy. Like it, it's one day. Go crazy. Get get the uh, get the refills in your bucket. Of right. Your popcorn, all the time. Every time you run out. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. Pig out. That'd be cool. So many churros. Oh my gosh. Pickles. <laughs> just just food. Nice. Nice. All right, all right. So uh, the next question we asked Wait, wait, was, how about you? Wait, what was yours? Me? Oh, uh, I would have picked food too. Because, <laughs> I mean, y- y- it's a, it really is. I mean, there's so many options for food. You can just what, you just go to the line, order it, and then it's, you don't have to pay for it? Man. Yep. I'll be, be eating the whole day instead of doing any rides. Right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, for me personally, I'm, I'm so used to the, the AP life where I... I I go way more often anyway, so if I don't ride something, I'll just go back another time. I'm never right. in a huge rush to ride anything, so for me, the rides, I mean, they're definitely a draw, but heck, free ri- or fast pass all day versus free food all day, I'll take the free food, hands down, yeah. I mean, yeah, this, this was a little bit of a harder question, because you said it was like a fast pass to skip the line to go like straight to the front. Right. Um. But after a while, aren't you going to get tired of that? You know, just like you hop the line, go to the next ride. There's only so many rides you can do. And then you get hungry. Yeah, then you get hungry because you, you're tired of, you know, riding all the rides, all that adrenaline. Then you have to pay for your food. And you have to food. pay for the food. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Well, I mean, some people just, they, they, they might not get tired of it. Obviously, we had a percentage that wouldn't... Uh, yeah, thirty-three percent. Yeah, so that's a third percent yeah. of you guys. Yeah, wow, it's um that's pretty surprising. But I guess some people uh, care about the the rights yeah. a lot more. Priorities for some people. Nice. Or I mean, or, yeah, that's true. Like some people might just simply don't eat a lot. Oh right, right. So it might not be worth it to them to get the free food because they don't really eat too much anyway. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, perspective, right? <laughs> All right. So next question was, uh, would you rather dine at Club 33 or the 1901 Lounge? So for our listeners, I mean, we got a result of 94% saying Club 33 and 6% saying 1901 Lounge. Um, I don't know if it's because some people didn't know what 1901 Lounge was uh, because we have some uh, uh, followers who are on the East Coast, you know, so... um, you guys don't know what it is. It's it's like Club 33, but in DCA uh, at the Carthay Circle Restaurant downstairs. Uh, so what'd you guys pick? Rissa, what'd you pick? Uh, I picked Club 33 just because of its historical factor. I mean, 1901 would be really cool because um, it's themed for, you know, it was named 1901 for Walt, it, his birthday or? His birth year, yeah. Yeah, his yeah, birth year. And um, they themed it around, like, a uh, golden age of Hollywood. Uh, but Club 33 was actually where Walt um, was. He had an attached uh, apartment upstairs in New Orleans Square. And he, like, had VIPs there. That's where he took presidents and, and where he catered to all these stars. So it's just the historical factor of, you know, I want to be there, you know, where the people are. <laughs> <laughs> Little Mermaid? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what about you, Nelson? What'd you pick? Oh, I definitely picked uh, Club 33 as well, just because it's uh, it's the OG. <laughs> right. And I'm, and I'm not talking about Club 33 over at, at Disney World. I'm talking about the original one over at Disneyland. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it's just... It's so iconic. And I mean, I like there are so many people that know about it, but obviously it's just out of reach cuz it's not open to the public. So, well, neither is 1901, but uh yeah, I just for the sheer fact that the the, the Club 33 is the original 
um, exclusive club to dine. Yeah, same here. I I I would have picked Club Thirty Three as well, um, just for the same reasons that you guys mentioned. It's exclusive, and it was the one that Walt built. You know, like that's he he had a hand in that. He he dined the presidents, like Risa said. Um, so if we have any listeners out there that want to invite us into Club Thirty Three, uh, <laughs> hit us know, up. Hit us up. We, we'd love to too join many you. times. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's on our bucket list episode too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So if you're listening to this and uh, you want to invite us and you're a member, you know where we're at. Just just uh, reach out to us. <laughs> Alrighty. So we got we had two more questions to put out there. Um, the next one was: Would you rather watch the Main Street Electrical Parade or paint the night? So, um, for this, we had a 56% say Main Street Electrical Parade and 44% say Paint the Night. It's kind of uh, close there. Uh, Risa, where did you fall? Uh, No contest for me. I said Main Street Electrical Parade. Um, For me, that's the nostalgia factor. I grew up with the Main Street Electrical Parade. Uh, I just have fond memories of that, especially the beginning um, when, you know, the song starts. When they brought it back recently, I took a video of the whole entire parade just and like when that intro started, I like was about to start crying. Uh, I even like watched the special that they had in um, the opera house. So, yeah, it's it's I, I love the Main Street Electro Parade. No, no contest. What about you, Nelson? What you pick? Um, I actually forgot because oh. they were so close. So I had to actually look back up at the. The screens caps that you took earlier. <laughs> okay. Um, but I think uh, the electrical parade uh, won it out for me just because it's so iconic. Mm. Um, sure, the Paint the Night's more modern, per se. Right, but, right. Um, yeah, I, 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 re- I remember also um, as a kid seeing the electrical parade. And, yeah, it's just like seeing Pete the Dragon, the big snail... It's just like, wow. Yeah, it brings back memory. So, uh, yeah, a big part of it's definitely the nostalgia factor for me as well. But not to say the Paint Night is uh, is boring. It's, it, I, I, def- I saw it recently with uh, when it you know was still going. But, um, and it was definitely still a lot of fun and pretty innovative in all honesty. But, uh, yeah, the nostalgia for the Electrical Parade is, uh, is pretty real. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, if I had voted, I would have picked Main Street Electrical Parade as well. Um, that Baroque hoedown, you know, when they uh, when they start that that first the first lines out there, it's pretty, you know, like that's iconic for me. Um, but then again, you know, there's a new generation now that doesn't even remember that, um, and they and they it's gone now. So <laughs> um, we don't, they're not gonna be able to experience it, but. Uh, actually, I'm glad that my son got to see both, uh, so he would, you know, get to experience both parades. And um, still, Main Street Electrical Parade has a lot of, um, yeah, history. So I I would have picked that one. And so we had one more question. It was, would you rather watch World of Color or Disneyland Forever? And we had 63% say World of Color and 37% say Disneyland Forever. And Rissa, where'd you fall on this one? World of Color. No contest. Um, it. This is the original World of Color, too. The. Um, I'm not too fond of when they revamped it with, like, around Christmas time and, like, some other, other things when they had, like, Olaf or NPH narrating. Um, I like the the original show as it is right now. Um, there was a time when they had Tron like hack the show. That was pretty cool. Uh, but right now I like the show as it is, except there's a little bit too much pirates cause there's too many pyrotechnics. Um, oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I, I just, I love the sequence when they play so close, such a great song, such a great, um, montage of, of, of clips that they play and like, 
yeah i i don't know it, it's such a great orchestrated show with everything going on with the lasers and the water and the lights is in the projections they really mastered projection mapping so i i love it nice what about you nelson where'd you fall in this the 63 percent or the 37 i'm part of the 37 i'm part of the minority in this one. Oh, so what uh, made you choose disneyland forever well for one um i actually do appreciate fireworks shows a bit more just because it takes more creativity to um like have everything in sync right and in all honesty like japanese fireworks shows are on another level like Mm. if you actually sit down to watch them they're just gorgeous (laughs) and it's just so well synchronized and uh yeah i i like fireworks shows and not to say that the the world of color show is not good uh, it's just for me i don't like getting water spray in my face mm. and don't stand so close hey it's front row <laughs> or bust <laughs> whatever and also like that with the like even rissa said with the extra pyrotechnics now it's like my my eyebrows are getting singed they're getting singed <laughs> so yeah i mean it's a it's a great and gorgeous display but um i'm not a fan of the side effects personally so for me I'd rather watch the fireworks between the two. Yeah, and uh, for me, I think I actually would fall in that 37% as well. Wow. Surprisingly. Um, because, so, they updated the, the fireworks to include the projection mapping now. So they're mapping it to the castle and on Main Street, on the, on the buildings, the facades on Main Street. So they're combining fireworks with syncing it with the with the projections so it's it's an it's it's pretty good for me to see that stuff along with the music it really works well i think um because i mean disneyland forever was a long running um fireworks show uh, and then they just they updated it now to include all the the projections and that's what i really liked about it the thing i missed though is the tinkerbell lighting it you know when mm-hmm. <laughs> the physical Coming off the Matterhorn, right? Dumbo did it at um, one point too. Yeah, lighting up. That's that's kind of what I miss. But you know, it's it's cool that they updated everything. So um, that's why I would go with Disney on forever. But it's the minority. <laughs> I just I can't stand um, the kids on the shoulders. I can't stand oh, people. Yeah. Um, I'm st- I, I basically like when I try to watch a fireworks show or do a night show. I I camp out for a prime spot and then you get these jerks that cut in front of you just because you're short and you're trying to leave a buffer, you know, so that other people can see and you're not right, like right up on them and they stand right in front of you. They're like, oh, look, a spot. I'm like, excuse me. I've been here for like two hours trying to get a great spot and then you're standing in front of me and I'm like the short person. So, yeah, that's my yeah, gripe. You know, they, 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 it's not just Disneyland they're doing that at. They're doing it at Disney World, too, um, because we, we did Happily Ever After. We were, we, were camp- we were standing there for a while, and then all of a sudden, everybody scoots in really close together, right? And that, that space that you had in front of you, there's no more space anymore, yeah. right? And they have no the tape thing. on the floor. Yep. But then when the fireworks start, you know, nobody's honoring the tape on the floor anymore anyway, nope. right? So it's like, okay, what was the point in that? Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it gets pretty bad. So I see what you're saying. I, I see what you're I saying f- there. I feel like with World of Color, because it's like in an enclosed kind of amphitheater type thing, the the cast members are a lot better at um, spacing people out and having them obey, you know, the the ropes and whatever. I mean, it's right. still squished, but once, once you get right up against a game, like one of the fences, there's no way somebody can get in front of you. Whereas at Main Street, you can't get like on a fence. The, they block that off for VIP. And like the best spot to watch it would be at the hub, but that's like a major walkway during fireworks. So yeah, they don't have they don't have grass areas. Yeah, there's like no safe <laughs> quote unquote safe spot to watch the fireworks. And it's all based on perspective. So, like, if you get into the overflow by where, like, Small World is, you don't get the full experience. Or if you're, like, 
on a weird edge by Fantasyland, you know, by where Small Small World Fantasyland hits, um, that walkway hits Main Street. You don't see the full castle, you only see part of the Matterhorn. So, like, it's all perspective-based, and you'll get a different show from where you're standing. Yeah. So, I mean, who knows when we're going to be able to see either of these, right? Because what's going to happen, right? The social distancing and everything? Do you think... Do you think it's going to be a long time before you get any shows like Fireworks or World of Color? What do you think, Risa? Probably. In all honesty, probably. Um, I I don't know how Disney's going to handle it. It's it's still going to be a struggle, especially in California. There's a lot more um, rules that, you know, they need to adhere to. Um, and they're being very amenable to it. Um, Gavin Newsom, Governor Gavin, Gavin Newsom didn't even require... Uh, Disney to shut down but you know Bob Iger decided to that public safety and and his employees were the health was important so they took the the you know they exercised their option to yeah yeah, Yeah. to to close so I mean we'll we'll see what happens we we can't really anticipate what's going to happen but hopefully things resolve soon and hopefully people still adhere to public health guidelines what do you think nelson it's gonna you think it's gonna be a long time before we see either of these shows yeah um it's i mean just for the sheer fact that it's gonna take a while till we get any sense of normalcy yeah that's true that is true all right so yeah those were those were all the questions we put out those were the responses that we got and um uh, Rissa, you want to say anything to close for our, to our listeners or anything? You yeah. Um, thanks for participating in our polls and for being part of the episode. Uh, we really appreciated your responses and hopefully we can do more fun things like this soon. Um, I hope you find a way to keep uh, Disney in your lives. I personally really enjoyed the Disney um, family sing-along. So hopefully you had a chance to watch that and to support Disney. And um, hopefully you tune in next time uh, we have an episode as well. And Nelson, anything you want to add to or to close up? Yeah, thanks guys for joining us this week, uh, and I'm glad that uh, you know we got some pretty good uh, participation for the the polls that we got. So um, yeah, that was pretty fun, and I uh, hope we do more of that later in the future. So uh, be uh, stay tuned for uh, something again like this, or maybe something a little different. So yeah, just stay tuned, and um, hope to talk to you again next time. Yeah, and uh, I'd like to thank all the listeners for tuning into our episode and for supporting us on all our platforms. Uh, This one was on Instagram. We do have a YouTube channel, and you can check out all our content on DisneyTimePodcast.com where we house everything. Um, And I'd like to say on behalf of the other two, keep your watches, sync to Disney Time. See ya. Bye. Later. Later.